0: Welcome to Small Steps Living, the, the podcast. podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Cordaff, bringing you inspiring stories to help you transform your life one small step at a time. Here at Small Steps Living, we're keeping it real. Kick back and, and enjoy, enjoy the, the show. show. Hey there, welcome to the very first podcast of 2017. Here we are. On the other side of Christmas and New Year, I certainly hope you had a wonderful holiday. I certainly did. I spent two and a half weeks down in Melbourne with all my family and my in laws, and it was absolutely delightful. Uh, Oftentimes, as we live in other people's homes at this time of year, Well, Nick and I can uh, get, get a little tense and there sure were some of those moments but on the whole we just had a really relaxing family filled time and for the first time in about two and a bit years I switched off from work. What? I tried to have everything done so I was completely frantic uh, in the lead up to this moment. But even although there were just a few things that I needed to do, I actually tried to take an, a real break. And it's amazing what can happen. Uh, really, the, the ideas that I've come up with, how refreshed I feel, uh, how present I was able to be with my family and the realisation that I think about Uh, my work a lot of the time. And it's just, it's the chatter that goes on in my brain. And a big focus for me this year is going to be about really compartmentalizing my life a little bit more, allowing more, even although I think I'm having free time, it's that chatter that's going on in my mind. It's the ideas that just never really stop. And genuine excitement about the work that I do and the people who I'm serving, which is you. So um, I am recording this podcast episode at 6.25am and I thought I'd get up before everyone else, but alas, I can hear the little pitter-patter of feet upstairs uh, above me. So let's just see how we go in terms of not getting interrupted. I haven't eaten breakfast yet. So this isn't going to be a super long podcast because my tummy is rumbling, but I just wanted to get it out. While I was away, I recorded a Facebook Live, which was about love and fear, and they're basically being two emotions. And we have our very first visitor into the podcast room. Hold on one second. Oh, mm-hmm. Yes, sweetheart. Can I even, um, I'm um, the last to watch you all, Yes, you can. Close the door, please. In truth, um... I hope you do a good job. Oh, thanks, my sweet. <laughs> Did you hear that? I don't actually even know what he asked for, but I think it was something maybe a little bit special from his yes that I would let him have, I don't know what it was, and then on the way out, I hope you do a good job, Mum. Oh, man, there's a moment... Anyway, um, so I recorded this Facebook Live and it was about basically that I'd heard, I think it was Oprah or someone had said there was two basic emotions, love and fear. And it really struck me. I thought, yes, I can see how in my life, I'm usually operating from two places, a love or fear. And they're both hugely motivating factors. But I do so much more. I feel so much more positive. I think that the world is full of possibilities when I'm coming from that place of love. And fear, it keeps me stuck a lot of the time. And a lot of emotions can come down to those two biggies, love and fear. Now, you might totally disagree with me. And that's fine. I've actually done a little bit of a Google and I was like, what does everyone else say about emotions? And there's theory about eight pure emotions and everything being drawn back to that. But I love the simplicity of Oprah's argument and I'm always looking for ways to simplify my life. And what I have Googled was also lists of different emotions. So, you know, right now, There's there's these you think about these emotions and what the root of them might actually be anger. Hmm Why angry? Fear Uh depressed, a lot of fear, confused, fear Helpless, Yep, fear Indifference So much fear. Um hurt, sad, judgmental, judgmental, so much fear. See? And then, so in the Facebook Live, I then explained how I love, I mean, I adore Elizabeth Gilbert. If you don't follow her on Facebook, follow her. She's the amazing woman who wrote Eat, Pray, Love and a number of other books. She's just an extraordinary creature and I want to be in her orbit. And she once said that, well, in her book, Big Magic, which is a great read, she talks about that fear is always going to be there. And Tony Robbins says this too. He says, use fear or let it use you. And in a similar vein, Liz Gilbert says, fear's always going to be there. Like we are programmed to recognise scary situations and, you know, that's fight or flight, That's get get out of there. And we need fear to keep us safe and alive. At, but fear can take over. <laughs> fear can be like, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drive this car and you can sit in the back seat, and we're going to be going my way, which is probably not very far, probably really a road everyone else is going down to because fear doesn't like to take risks. But then what you can do is say, fear, thank you. Thanks for trying to keep me safe. But you can jump in the back seat and I'm going to drive. I'm going to drive this baby anyway. And I just love how she describes it like this because it's like I don't have to say no to fear. I can accept that I'm going to come across scary situations. There's going to be times in my life when I want the courage to jump, but fear is going to be right there with me. And I can let fear win or I can just jump anyway because we'll all consider our decisions. None of us are truly reckless in the way perhaps a two-year-old boy is. (laughs) But I just love thinking about it that way. And then I started to think more about love and fear. And I was thinking about when... And Because obviously in the work that I do and especially in the Small Steps membership where I'm spending time with people and motivating them to take actions in their life, small actions in their life that lead to much bigger change, that word motivating, you know, I don't think I've ever been truly motivated by fear because, well, I can be scared that something's going to happen so I do something. But if you think about like giving up smoking, for example, or creating healthy habits in your life, we can all know what might happen if we eat crap and don't move our bodies. We will most probably end up with a few lifestyle diseases. Smoke a lot? Hmm. The stats are that things aren't looking good for you. Even although we can know this stuff, and it can be scary, like the fear of death, I guess, it's still often not enough to motivate us. But pop out a kid? Or I can imagine see grandchildren come into the world and suddenly that pure love is the biggest motivating force that many of us will experience. Nothing has made me want to be a better person than being a mum. My whole journey with food started when I looked at my kid and thought, like, my heart was going to burst with love for him. And of course I was going to do everything that I could in order to make sure he had a long, healthy, happy life. And that I could too. Because I don't want to miss out on him. I have three kids now, and that bundle of love in my life is something I tap into all the time. When Nick and I are thinking about making decisions, you know, the fear just raises its hairy head. You know, you think about getting a mortgage or you think about stuff like that. It's scary, and fear can keep us totally stuck. But you tap into the love, you tap into the hope, the optimism, all those beautiful things that come when we exist from a place of love and suddenly things are getting done. With the fear around not much gets done, don't you reckon? Fear is safe. So I just wanted to share a few of those ideas. You know, I think Jim Carrey has a few cool videos on this. And he says um, that because he uses himself as an example of saying, hey, universe, this is what I want. I'm going to work towards it. I don't know how it's going to happen. I'm going to let that go. But we can manifest the life that we want to live. And he thinks fear, what does he say? Um, Fear can be disguised as practicality. That's it that we can often be thinking, oh, look, you know, we just can't because it's just not practical to, you know, relocate. It's just not practical for me to quit my job, to spend time working on craft. It's not practical. And so we often live lives not from that place of love for ourselves and trust of ourselves that we can live lives aligned with our values We let the fear designed as practicality just keep us safe. So I just wanted to share those few little things with you because I truly believe that, I mean, I'm really interested in motivating people to change their behaviours for the long term. And a lot of what I talk about in the membership and to my small steppers is about forgiveness and self-love, because once we tap into that, and we're not making changes because we're scared, we're not making changes because we just feel really bad and we've got to do better and we're we're consumed with guilt, and we are thrashing ourselves. or we're scared, we're never going to be healthy or we're scared when you know we' we're, we're, we're messing up our children that's that's something. But you tap into the love, your existence is pure love. You tap into that and suddenly anything's possible because love is a sustainable motivator. Most of us blackout from the major fears of life. I mean, we're all dying. We are all going to die, but it's not something we think about all the time. Or that we can possibly exist in all the time. Apart from in those moments where big things happen and it's brought to our agenda. So, you know, the the you will get lung cancer messages, or you know, you even think about something as big as climate change. It's hard to tap into that really huge, big, scary potential. But if we tap into the reasons why we might want to make those changes, the reasons based in love, well, suddenly there's a real reason and that is going to motivate us so much more than fear. So there's my little rant on love and fear and how... As a small step, you can think during your day about whether you're working from a place of love and fear, love or fear, and we can choose love in moments where we feel like it's not only fear, like stress, anger, where's it coming from, is stressed out because you just can't bear the thought of having a messy house? Are you stressed because you just can't let go and, um, you know, get the takeaway one night, <laughs> you know, as an example? What are you stressed about? Are you keeping up with the Joneses? Are you keeping up with unrealistic expectations of yourself based on not feeling enough? All fear? so your small step is to think about love and fear in your day where it's showing up how you can tap more into love you deserve it you can tell fear to just jump in the back seat for a while and you drive and i wonder where you'll end up until the next podcast see you soon For more inspiration, interviews, and know-how, head to smallstepsliving.com. Small Steps Living, inspiring your best life, one small step at a time.